This week will be the middle of June. We're already on the 13th. That's crazy. Isn't that weird? That's very weird. (laughs) It has been a a crazy couple of weeks as our last podcast on May 31st kind of revealed we had a tragedy in our family. Um, The girls lost their papa and I lost my dad. Um, That's kind of what we want to talk about because... We're seeing a lot of the enemy hard at work taking away the patriarch of families, Mm -hmm. uh, destroying families, destroying what God created to be beautiful and healthy. Um, He's using um, drugs and pharmaceutical companies, and he is using entertainment and... A variety of different ways to destroy families. So we want to kind of touch on that because I don't know if people are aware of what the enemy is doing. Um, We are in the end times. Mm -hmm. And anyone that is a true Christian can see it, um, knows it, is aware of it, and isn't trying to hide from it. Yeah. Um, and because we're in the end time, Satan knows that his time is very limited. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll discuss that at the end of the podcast. But he's going to take as many people down with him as he can. Yeah. But he's also going to attack, and this is where we're going to kind of go with this. He's attacking the family unit mm-hmm. because family is important to God. Family is everything to God, mm-hmm. yeah. plain and simple. And that's why God has a heart for the fatherless and the widow. Mm-hmm. And so... Uh, and the orphan as well. And the orphans. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a reason for that. Because God is the ultimate father. Yeah. He is. He should be every man's go-to mm-hmm. on how to be a man. <laughs> Plain and simple. Yeah. Um, And you don't see that anymore. Um, Really, men and women, mothers, fathers, kids, their priority should be God. Yeah. Um, Going to God, asking God, being obedient to God, praying to God, asking for wisdom and knowledge. That's what true leadership is about. Yeah. Um, And fathers lead. Yeah. Um, and so when Satan uh, gets in the midst of a family and starts to destroy that family, certain aspects fall apart. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but the loss of a dad destroys so many things. Yeah. I mean, you have high expectations. You look to your dad on... You know, somebody that you'd want to marry or um, 
you know, that those kind of yeah, yeah. N- not that you oh. want to marry your dad or yeah. <laughs> creepy That's like kind that. Of the standard for what you should look for if you're, you know, a woman, right. your dad should be the standard of who you should marry, right? Um, if you're in a know, in a godly way, yeah, yeah. Uh, your dad should be the epitome of what God would be if he were here on earth. Yeah. yeah. Um, not that your dad is a God of any kind because yeah. we're human and we're flawed. Yeah. And we are not perfect like God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's just clear that up. Yeah. So what I, one of the things that I really struggled with <clears throat> was that I had found out my dad was dealing with anxiety. Mm-hmm. And my dad is a pretty passionate person. He cares about this country. He cares about his family. He cares about his friends. Um, And he hated the theft of our election. And he hated that these evil, demonic politicians have gotten away with so much, and he was ready to fight. But other people were concerned, I guess, or, you know, didn't want him to have that anxiety um, so my dad went to a doctor, which he hates. He hates doctors. Yeah. Um, he doesn't like drugs. He doesn't like medication. He does, doesn't like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and they put him on a medication that is one of the nastiest medications out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, instead of actually getting to know my dad and asking questions like, have you been on this kind of medication before? You know, anything like that. They didn't do that, I'm assuming. Because anyone with a soul or brain, or anyone that actually follows the the Hippocratic Oath, would have never put my dad on that crap. Yeah. So, the day my dad died... They, you know, I had talked to him a couple times. Uh, Cord stopped over and said hi after she got off work. Uh, my brother, t- everything was normal. There was, yeah. there was nothing out of the ordinary. Mm-hmm. Nothing at all. Nowhere. He talked to his friends. Everything was the same. Yeah. The only thing that was different was that my mom said that he had a weird look on his face before they were, you know, they were smoking ribs for dinner for Memorial Day, and my dad said that the meds were making him feel weird. Mm -hmm. And when my mom asked him, what do you mean, or, you know, what's making you feel weird, and he's like, well, those anxiety meds. And uh, my mom's like, well, you know, just go rest before dinner and I'll keep an eye on the ribs and you know just take a nap and try to feel better or whatever it was that they said and in that short amount of time I mean I had just talked to my dad probably two hours prior to getting the call from my mom Mm -hmm. Um, he laid down my mom went to check the ribs she heard a weird noise and my dad had shot himself And in that short span where these meds made my dad feel weird, that gave Satan an open door. Yeah. And it was a way for him to try to destroy our family as a whole. Mm 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he took out my dad. Um, and I think all that's really done is piss me off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's made me even more determined to make sure Satan doesn't win nothing. Yeah. I'm holding on to my family. We're praying for people. Um, but the reality is, is Satan came after my family. Yeah. And that's not okay. Mm-hmm. And so let's talk about the pharmaceutical companies is if you look in the Bible, they talk about mind altering drugs as witchcraft. Mm-hmm. They are not to be messed with yeah. and nobody should be taken them. I don't care if you have anxiety or um, depression and stuff. Getting put on medications that cause anxiety and manic depression and suicidal thoughts is absolutely asinine. That makes absolutely no sense. And it basically just backfires on what you're trying to combat. And the only person that's going to help you or save you is God. He's the only one that can fix you, heal you, protect you, but you need to hold on tight to him. Yeah. Plain and simple. What I'm seeing with the pharmaceutical companies is they don't, you know, they're paying these doctors and whoever's dishing out these nasty demonic drugs. They're paying these people. They're basically saying, we're going to give you money, you know, if these people die, eh, whatever. We don't care. They don't care about people. And that's clear with the... This COVID jab, they're killing people. The pharmaceutical company is under Satan's spell, yeah. and that is a fact. Yeah. There's nothing good about them. Mm-mm. They aren't healing people. They're covering problems up. They're not fixing anything. They're making things worse. Mm-hmm. So that's one in that Satan is just using yeah. so powerfully well. Especially since everybody's so fearful of all this yeah. stuff going on. Of all yeah. the lies. So here we go again. Satan uses lies. Mm-hmm. He is the author. He is, he, that's what he does. He yeah. lies. And people should know better. Yeah. People as a whole need to be looking at the Bible. That is your ultimate truth. Turn off your stupid TV. Stop listening and watching the news. Because Satan is using the media. Yeah. He's manipulating them. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, they're so far off base when they do any of the reporting, none of it's true. Yeah. None of it's true. And you can just look outside and see none of it's true. Mm-hmm. If we were in a pandemic of any kind, there would be dead bodies all over the place, and that was never the case. Mm-hmm. So that alone should just wake people up. But people are ridiculously foolish. So then we look at the entertainment industry. And we're looking at the perversion of families. Mm -hmm. They're saying that gay marriage is okay. No, it's not. Mm -hmm. God says it's not. not. It it doesn't matter what you say or what you think. Mm -hmm. God's word says it is an abomination. So then we're talking about all these trans people. And these pedophiles, and they're just perverting and destroying anything good yeah. that God made. 
God made one man and one woman. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. There's nothing else. Yeah. And you have these morons out there saying, oh, there's like 87 sexes. They can't even name five. Mm-hmm. I don't think they can even name three. No. <laughs> they, they make stuff up. They just say there's all this. And people buy into this crap. And it's like, you can't be that stupid, really? Mm-hmm. So Satan is manipulating the media, the pharmaceutical companies, uh, the entertainment industry. People are making this perverse, lawless, demonic activity and supposed way of life as though it's normal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's not. No, That's no. not what God intended. Anywhere. Mm-hmm. So you want to read about what's going to happen to this country and so many other countries if they stay on this path? All you got to do is read about Sodom and Gomorrah and it's going to be a hundred times worse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a hundred times worse. Yeah. So, some of the scriptures that we um, were looking into, um, I'm going to read the first one. And we're going to talk about Satan and the enemy here in this first part. So, uh, Isaiah 54, 17 says, I have also created the ravager to destroy and no weapon that is fashioned against you shall succeed. And you shall con- confute every tongue that rises against you in judgment. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their vindication for me, declares the Lord. So, one of the things, this actually should have been read later on, <laughs> but apparently it needed to be said, is... We need to remember that Satan is our enemy, and he has weapons that he is using against us. Yeah. Like destroying our families, taking away people that we love. Yeah. That are an example to us, that we care about. Because he thinks, and this is where we need to be paying attention, he thinks that if he takes those people from us, that he wins. He thinks that he's going to cripple us and make us so weak that he can take the rest of us out. Yeah. And that's not going to happen. No. I will not allow it, and it's not okay with me. And it shouldn't be okay with anybody. Yeah. It should not be okay with anybody. Yeah. So, what do you got next, Cor? I have Matthew chapter 16, verse 23. It says, But he turned... Jesus, um, he turned and said to Peter, get behind me, Satan. You are a hindrance to me, for you are not setting your mind on the things of God, but on the things of man. And that's where the world is right now. They're not thinking about God at all. Mm -hmm. They're thinking of the world, what the world says, what the world's putting out there, the lies that they're spewing, what the world is demanding of you. Uh, give up your rights so we can take care of you. And really, they're just killing you slowly. Yeah. Um, they're they're not looking out for your best interests. That's the same with Christians and people in the church. They're yep. taking the Bible and they're putting on their society goggles and reading the Bible through what society 
dictates yep. what society says. What society says is okay. Yeah. And so a lot of people pick and choose what the Bible says. And they say, oh, I believe this. This applies here, but not here. And that's just what they do. And it's, yeah. you can't do that. You either no. believe in the whole word of God or you don't. Right. Yeah. You yep. can't be picking and choosing. Exactly. Yeah. And Joss, what do you got next? Uh, I believe it's Matthew chapter 25, verse 41. And it says, Then he will say to those on his left, Depart from me, you cursed, into the eternal fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. See, I kind of like this scripture, and people don't get it right away. Yeah. But those on the left, which would be the Democrats, the liberals... The demons, really. is okay. Yeah, those calling evil good and calling good evil, mm. those would be classified as the left. Yeah. And actually, that's not the only scripture that it talks about people on the left mm-hmm. being evil. Yeah. So that alone should be an eye-opener for everybody. Yeah. I mean, no joke. Yeah. Um, and it's important. And not that... Republicans or conservatives are perfect because there's far, far too many so-called Republicans um, that are on the wrong side, mm-hmm. and really should be labeled the left anyways. Yeah, because yeah. their behavior, their actions, um, and their betrayal and treason uh, kind of gives them away. Yeah. Um, is what do you got? I have Matthew chapter thirteen verses twenty-four through twenty-five, and it says he put another parable before them, saying. The kingdom of heaven may be compared to a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while his men were sleeping, his enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat and went away. And I found that verse interesting because that's what Satan is doing, like Mommy had mentioned before, through entertainment. And I think, I guess, in a way of like Netflix and stuff, they're putting so much crap in everything. And I bet... Some parents let their kids watch that stuff. Right. And Satan's planting seeds. Right. In that way. Yeah. And that's supposed to be God's crop. Yeah. The children that Satan's trying to take away all innocence and purity from right. by exactly. those evil entertainment stuff and movies and things right. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Good call on that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Good call. By the way, she's the youngest. So <laughs> you never know. <laughs> Um, so then I got John 10.10, 10. Um, and if my glasses would adjust, I might be able to find it. Um, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. So here's a telltale sign of the difference between good and evil. If it's stealing from you anything if it is killing anything and if it is destroying anything whether it's your family your business your livelihood your relationship with God your relationship with the spouse or brother or sister or whatever that is of Satan he is the enemy and God comes to give us life and abundantly. Yeah. 
So we shouldn't be wearing masks around or getting a jab because Jesus has already said he's given us life. That's what he died to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And make us completely whole and healthy. Right. Yeah. So why would you be fearful? Yeah. Why would you put your body through evil mm-hmm. and chance not ever getting to heaven? Because now you've got the mark of the beast. And if you get the mark of the beast, you don't go to heaven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So why would you chance that? Yeah. Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Yeah. Jesus came to give it, to give us life and give it abundantly, which yeah. is awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. Oh, uh, Cor, what yeah. do you got? Sorry. No, you're good. I'm going to just go on a ramp it if I need to. That's what most of the podcasts are. I know, <laughs> I know. So eloquently. Thanks. <laughs> I have Luke chapter 8, verse 12. It says, The ones along the path are those who have heard. Then the devil comes and takes away the word from their hearts so that they may not believe and be saved. And that falls in line with the parable uh, or similar to mm-hmm. what Izzy you just talked about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Satan's going to weasel his way in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. So when we have a loss like we did a couple weeks ago, Satan comes in and starts planting the lies. Mm-hmm. You messed this up, or this was what was wrong, or you didn't do enough of this, or blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. And here's the reality. Everyone has a choice. Yeah. God gives us free will to choose. Yeah. Yeah. We choose good or we choose evil. There's actually no in between. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we choose life or we choose death. We choose to believe God or we choose not to believe. Yeah. Those are our choices. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, my dad did. You know, my family is still reeling. Mm-hmm. And we've you know, come to the point where we're angry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, some of us are angry that it seems like my dad gave up. The other side of it is I'm angry that he was put on medication that he never should have been on. When you're put on those medications, you're supposed to be watched. And the doctor that gave him those medications didn't even say any of the side effects. Well, we don't know what was said. Yeah. I mean, we have no idea. But if someone says, you know, they're feeling weird and they're on medication like that, that causes suicidal thoughts or attempts or anything, maybe somebody should be called mm-hmm. right away. Yeah. So, I, anyways, <laughs> um, Joss, what do you got? I got John chapter 8 verse 44 and that says you are of your father the devil and your will is to do your father's desires and so Satan comes to steal, steal, kill, kill, and kill, destroy and destroy, exactly so those that are doing those same things are of Satan Yeah, it says so right there Yeah, but it isn't just Stealing and killing and destroying. It's lying. Yeah. It's deceiving. Deceiving and cheating. Disobeying. Exactly. Rebellion. Mm -hmm. Anything against God and His Word. 
if you're if you read God's word and and you're sitting there saying that I'm a gay Christian, you're not a Christian. Yeah. You're you're not listening to God or his word at all. Yeah. You actually have broken the first commandment which is have no other gods before me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have created a god for yourself to make your life seem like you're a good person and that you're doing it right and that is a lie yeah. from Satan. Yeah, it kind of comes but also corresponds with what Core said with you know people try to read the word and make it fit to their own mm-hmm. lives and personal gains instead yeah. of what it actually yeah. says because they don't like the conviction. Right. Yeah. They think, oh, don't judge me. And then they take every single verse on judgment out of context and think, oh, you can't say anything about my lifestyle. That's not what it means at all. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Not at all. What you got is? I have 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4. And it says... In their case, the God of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelievers to keep them from seeing the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. And that's what we are seeing more and more of right now. Yeah. There's a veil over so many people's eyes, and they're completely blinded to any truth. They don't want to hear it, and the Lord's like, you don't want to hear it, you don't want to believe it, fine. This is how it's going to be now. Yeah. And I'm sad for those people. Mm-hmm. They're missing out on an eternity with greatness. Yeah. With absolute greatness. Um, and I'm going to continue on in 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 11, verses 13 through 14. Um, and it says... <clears throat> For such men are false apostles, deceitful workmen, disguising themselves as apostles of Christ. And no wonder, for even Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. So things are going to come around that makes it seem like, oh, I'm doing the right thing. I'm being blessed. Um, Everything's great. My life is grand. But if it's not lining up with God's word, you may be being deceived by Satan, who comes across as a eh, potentially good guy. Yeah. yeah. But there's some things in the middle of that that just aren't quite right. Yeah. And that's why you turn to the Bible. And that's why you judge the spirits to actually verify, wait a second, is this actually of God or something else happening here? Yeah. And Satan is going to get sneakier because he wants more people going to hell with him. Um, and as many as he can bring, that's what he wants to do. That's his sole purpose, to drag as many people to hell as possible. Yeah. What do you got, Cora? I have Hebrews chapter 4, verses 1 through 3. And it says, Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. By this you know the Spirit of God. 
Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. And every spirit that does not confess Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you heard was coming and now is in the world already. Yep. Yeah. And we see that everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Everywhere. Especially in politicians. Mm -hmm. I can't tell you how many evil demonic politicians start spewing God's word and they completely misconstrue it Mm -hmm. and are talking uh, about stuff they know nothing about. Yeah. And it's like, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. And then some of these politicians, some of their prayers, they're basically um, blaspheming God and his word. And God won't be mocked. So no. that's going to be bad news for them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Joss, what do you got? Babe? I got James chapter 4, verse 4. It says, You adulterous people, do you not know that friendship with the world is enemy with, is enemy with God? Therefore, whoever wishes to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. Yeah. Yeah. It's a friendship with the world is enmity. <laughs> Those little legs. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's <laughs> okay. Little letters. I was just thinking, maybe if I knew it sounded weird. I'm yeah, like, this no, sounds odd, but okay. But why would you want to be in the world? Yeah. What? It, what good is it? Look how evil and destructive it is. Yeah. Now people are dividing. You know, we got past this whole racist division what decades ago mm-hmm. and now it's coming back up and people are acting like that's normal yeah um it's not there there's absolutely no reason for that behavior at all yeah. i don't know anybody anything mm-hmm. i work my butt off if you want something go get a job yeah um i haven't had any slaves my family hasn't had any slaves my great grandparents had no slaves so why should I pay for people that don't want to work? Yeah. No. No. Mm-mm. I don't think so. So it's that kind of stuff that you just, it may sound good, <laughs> it may sound just, it may sound fair, but it's really perverted justice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not of God. There's nothing biblical about it. It's of Satan trying to destroy this country and this world as quickly and as um, not as obvious Mm -hmm. as maybe it really is to most people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's obvious to me. Yeah. It's obvious to a lot of true Christians. Yeah. Um, But other... Their word, or they read the word. Yeah. Um, But other people call themselves Christians... And they're not even paying attention. They're actually joining in on this evil, demonic division. Yeah. And it's disturbing. And it's disgusting. Yeah. Churches really should keep their mouths shut about this racist crap. Or they should preach what the Bible actually says. Like, God doesn't look on the outside, but he looks at the heart. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we just read something that was talking about get behind me, Satan, for you set your mind on the things... Of the world and not on the things of God. Right. Yeah. If God looks at the heart, 
we should be looking at the hearts of others as well. Yeah, yeah. not the color of skin. Yeah. yeah. Or what about the verse that says God made everybody, everybody in his image. Yeah. yeah. Beautifully yeah. and wonderfully made. Yeah. The end. End of all race discussions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. That's all you need. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're, if you're black or Asian or Indian or white or whatever and you think you're entitled to something that somebody else has, you don't. Yeah. And you yeah. aren't. Mm-hmm. You're a yeah. thief. Yeah. And last I checked, one of the Ten Commandments is you shall not steal. Yeah. So think about that for a minute. Mm-hmm. Don't sit there and make demands. You're stealing from people that don't owe you anything. Yeah. And it's going to come back on judgment, and it's not going to be pleasant for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and these white people feeling guilty for how God made you, shut up. Yeah. yeah. And stop. Why are you doing that? What are you feeling guilty about how God made you for? And why are you allowing people to treat you that way? Yeah. Stop doing that. Mm-hmm. And I would have said the same thing to blacks back in the 50s and 60s were struggling and being forced to be in the back of the bus. Now they're doing it to whites? Are you stupid? Mm-hmm. You are being played by the enemy. And you fools are buying into it. Mm-hmm. I suggest you drop to your knees and beg for forgiveness before it's too late because... As we all know, you may not have tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. You may not get tomorrow to get it right. Yeah. So get it right today. Yeah. Uh, is. I think you're next. Yes, I am. I have uh, 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 8 through 9. And it says, Be sober-minded, be watchful, your adversary the devil... Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. Resist him, stand firm in your faith, knowing that the same kinds of suffering are being experienced by your brotherhood throughout the world. Yep. So, I mean, we aren't going through this alone, even though we are kind of going through it alone. Mm -hmm. Physically alone. Yeah. Yeah. But there's people all over the world that are going through similar things. Yeah. And probably feeling the exact same way. Yeah. Yeah. So we pray for them, you know? Yeah. 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 Stand firm. Yep. Stand firm. So um, on this last one about the enemy here, I'm going to read. Uh, oh, no, we have a few more. Sorry. First uh, John 310. Uh, By this, it is evident who are the children of God and who are the children of the devil. Whoever does not practice righteousness is not of God, nor is the one who does not love his brother. Wow. So that's kind of important. Yeah. You want to uh, care about your neighbor, uh, your family members, the people in your church, um, and help them. But... You got to be careful not to let the enemy in. Yeah. Because there are those that claim to be brothers, but will take full advantage of you and do whatever they can to take you down with them Mm -hmm. in a very bad place. So again, it goes back to the scripture. Taste, 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 sorry. (laughs) Test all spirits. Yeah. Because not all of them are from God. Yeah. Cora, what do you got? So, I don't know where you're at, but I think I'm on the other section that we had planned. Oh, yeah. are we? I yeah. believe so. Oh, okay. Oh, hey, we're moving right <laughs> along then. My bad. Things marked. So, yeah, I don't, 
I don't know what happened here. I don't know. I, I, I try to plan, and, and it, people that know me know that I do not like to plan things because it never works out. Yeah. Ever. Ever, ever. So usually it's spur of the moment, and this is kind of spur of the moment, but sort of planned, so it's kind of it's kind of weird, I we're, guess. We're, yeah. we're, we're making it work. So this section is going to be how to combat the enemy. Yeah, yes. some good scriptures to encourage you, mm-hmm. to remind you, mm-hmm. and to help battle uh, the enemy. Yeah. Um, we've been praying a lot together and crying a lot together and talking. And that's the biggest thing to communicate. Don't close yourself off from the rest of your family and friends. Don't go hiding out in a bedroom or a bathroom or whatever for hours on end because the enemy is like a lion and the lion goes after the weakest of the bunch. And usually it's the one that's running away from the rest of the crowd or the rest of the group. Mm -hmm. So stick by those that you trust and that you know have your back. It's important. Yeah. So here's some scriptures to hopefully encourage you to battle the enemy on all levels. So, go. So all the way to the beginning in Genesis, because apparently these things have been a problem for a very long time. (laughs) Yeah, imagine that. Genesis chapter 4, verse 7. If you do well, will you not be accepted? And if you do not do well, sin is crouching at the door. Its desire is for you, but you must rule over it. Yep. Yeah. So we have the power to actually rule over the sin sin that desires us. God gives us strength. Mm-hmm. He gives us self-control as well. Yeah. yeah. He, he gives us all the means, all the strength. Everything that we need to battle so we don't continue to fall into the same pits, so to speak. Usually, almost, I try to remember, but almost every morning I try to ask God, give me kindness, give me joy, give me peace. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not not an easy life right now, for sure. So, that's a good prayer to pray. Yeah. Or just all the fruits of the spirit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's I good too. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So what do you got, Joss? I got it is Luke chapter one verse thirty seven. It says, "For nothing will be impossible with God." Oh Amen. yeah. That is true. Mm-hmm. Nothing. If it seems impossible. <laughs> Oh, ye of little faith. <laughs> For you, probably, but with God, yeah. it's possible. Yeah. Anything is possible. God can do anything. Yeah. Anything. During this yeah. past week, just dealing with, you know, Papa and stuff, I was reminded of a few verses, kind of started with, you know, Jesus raising Lazarus mm-hmm. from the dead. Yeah. And then... God telling was it Jeremiah to raise the the bones in the desert yeah. and stuff, yeah. and then Jesus raising the little girl and all this other things. It's like it is possible, yeah. even if he is dust. Yeah, yeah, because God made Adam from dust. That's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. So, and I want to, I you know, my girls and I have talked about this. My good friend 
um, out of state. Um, we believe and we know that God can raise anyone from the dead. Yeah. So we did pray that mm-hmm. for my dad. Um, and she is a she is a strong warrior yeah. um, in God, and I just adore her. I'm so grateful for her. Um, but who's to say that, you know, maybe he'll show up at his memorial. <laughs> I don't really know. Yeah. yeah. But the other side of it that we discussed was if my dad was shown mercy by God mm-hmm. and he is in heaven, why would he want to come back to this? Yeah. Why would he want to come back to this? Yeah. I wouldn't. We, I mean, if he's in heaven, we want him to stay there. Yeah. yeah. It's not worth it coming back. No. Um, but that is something, you know, that I struggled with because for me, in reading God's word, it's a struggle to think uh, someone that would take their own life, um, you know, it doesn't really talk too much about that in the Bible. Yeah. But one particular story comes to mind in the Bible and that's with Judas and he betrayed Jesus and even though he felt guilt and shame after he saw what would happen and he may have repented he committed suicide he killed himself Mm -hmm. but he didn't go to heaven yeah Yeah. Um, and so it's going to be up to God I don't know how God deals with that sort of thing because it's not really brought up in the Bible, except that's really the only instance that I read about. Mm -hmm. But I do believe that if my dad um, wasn't in a good place, um, if he would have been in hell, I believe that God would have heard our prayers and would have raised him from the dead. Uh, I firmly believe that God would have done that. Yeah. To give my dad the opportunity to get right with God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we only have so many opportunities, and we can't waste our opportunities to be right with God and to live the way God needs us to live. Yeah. It's very, very important. Yeah. Um, and so uh, we'll talk a little bit about that here in a minute, but... Um, did you have one, or did you just read? No, I have one. Okay. It's uh, Luke 10, chapter 10, verse 19. And it says, Behold, I have given you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy, and both, uh, and nothing <laughs> shall hurt you. And I believe that, too. Yeah. I mean, we've... We've experienced a lot of stuff in our lifetimes. Mine far longer than yours. <laughs> Obviously. Um, yeah. Um, and we've seen how God can do things mm-hmm. and protect us and heal us. And God can do amazing things. Yeah. And let's be clear again, I don't blame God for any of this. Yeah. God, I don't blame God at all. Yeah. I blame Satan. Okay, so I've got John sixteen thirty three. It says, I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation. But take heart, 
I have overcome the world. We don't have to worry about this stuff. We don't have to worry. We just got to focus on God, his word, and what's waiting for us. And then we get the opportunity to share with others our experiences, whether they're good or bad. You know, everyone has good and bad things happen. And it's how we deal with them and how we let God work them out in us that makes us stronger and better, closer to him. So it's important to take all trials and tribulations seriously Mm -hmm. and to appreciate them that God's going to get you through to the other side. Mm -hmm. I mean, I had something. And then it left. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> well, if you remember it, just kind of like... Eh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, Court. Just a quick thing. Something that I wrote down in my Bible a while ago was the word testimony. Yeah. And the first four letters of the word are test. Yeah. And it's... I didn't notice that for a really long time, and I don't even know when that came to mind when that was revealed to me but it's like every test is when done correctly a testimony yeah and that's it, a good way of looking at it yeah it can be used for god's glory yeah. yeah and that's something that i forget but <laughs> we were just talking mom and that came to mind so i thought i want to share jocelyn you remember i, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say well, even if it seems bad at the moment, you can always look back on the experience that you have and kind of look at the things that God has done for you in the past right. or in yeah. those situations. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, we've been homeless quite a few times. We've been able to meet cool people. We've gone through tons of stuff. Yeah. But go- looking back, we've been able to see that we've been able to meet some really cool people been able to help them and them us and even share with our family our testimony on everything right. else and yeah. plant seeds which is right. a big deal yeah 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 thank you circled back around yeah. Yeah. <laughs> before we got off the subject mm-hmm. yeah so what do you got i think it's my turn again he 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 um i'm in first corinthians Uh, Chapter 15, verse 57. It says, Thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. We get the victory. Mm -hmm. Through Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. I think of the one church we went to in Texas. um, That song they always sang at the end. Yeah. Or they say, victory is ours. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I love that one. Yeah. Yeah. And we've even sang it. On a drive, we just start clapping and singing the song just because I think we needed it. Yeah, yeah. I think we need the good reminder. Yeah, I so, forgot about that song. Yeah, I love it. Okay, Joss. <laughs> okay, I am in Second Corinthians ten verse five, and there it is. <laughs> and it says, "Sorry, I lost you again." Okay, there we go. <laughs> verse five: We destroy arguments. And every lofty opinion raises against the knowledge of God and take every thought captive to obey Christ. Yep. Yeah. So when 
God tells us we need to endure to the end. It means we have to endure things. And so when it talks about every thought being captive, we have to be conscious of the thoughts that are going on in our head all the time. All the time. Because you can go off into a daydream and that daydream becomes a nightmare Mm -hmm. real quick. The enemy just comes and swoops in and turns what seems pretty innocent into something so far away from what you originally were thinking about. So you really need to be aware of where your thoughts are and where they're going. That really makes you appreciate the nighttime when you get to sleep. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So it's important. Yeah. Just pay attention to your thoughts, where they're at. Um, If you start having really negative thoughts, find a scripture that really pulls you out and continue to battle the enemy with that scripture. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Continually reciting a scripture or singing a praise and worship song Mm -hmm. out loud is huge Mm -hmm. because Satan can't stand in the midst of God. He can't do it. Yeah. One of the things that I've even prayed before is I've asked God to give me a pure heart and a pure mind of thoughts that would glorify Him and praise Him so that I'm not thinking negatively. Right. But you may have to say that prayer like a thousand times in a day. Mm -hmm. But then do it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think I've told you guys that sort of stuff numerous times. Mm -hmm. It it may take more than one prayer Mm -hmm. or praying one time. It may take all day because you might be under a major attack. Yeah. But you don't have to do it alone, right? Right. Because mm-hmm. you have your family and you have God. Yeah. And we don't do things like that. We don't leave anyone behind. Mm-hmm. Plain and simple. Yeah. What you got is? Okay, I have Ephesians chapter 4 verse 27. It says, and give no opportunity to the devil. Simple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very simple. Watch what you watch. Mm -hmm. Pay attention to what you're listening to. Mm -hmm. Where are your thoughts? Who are you hanging out with? Are they drawing you nearer to God or further away? What are you saying and doing yourself? Yep. It's just paying attention. Mm -hmm. It might take work, but I'm telling you it's worth it. You get far more peace out of being with God than you do... With the chaos and the evil and the lawless crap with the enemy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's just far better. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm in uh, Romans 16, 20. It says, The God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Woohoo! I'm good with that. Again, hallelujah. Crush away. (laughs) Crush away. I'm over it. I'm over the enemy. I'm over him taking what doesn't belong to him. Yeah. Um, And I can't wait for his defeat. Yeah. I remember. I just can't. You telling me when I was younger to squish Satan like a bug, throw him in the toilet, and flush it. Yeah. Yeah. I used to say that a lot. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Because he's not any bigger than us. Mm -hmm. If anything, he's far smaller. Mm -hmm. And he is already defeated. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Amen. 
Okay, okay, I'm up. Yeah. Yay! Go. Okay, Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 13. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all, to stand firm. Amen. Yeah. But again, you got to stand. you got to fight. Yeah. That's why God it's gives important. us armor. Yeah. yeah. You don't just sit around in that armor. Now that I think about it, you yeah. fight in that armor. <laughs> That's exactly right. We are in a battle. You're like, mind blown. Exactly. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> you never see a knight fully girded up just sitting on a bench somewhere. No. That, you bake. He yeah. <laughs> yeah. He turned to a cream, dried cranberry. <laughs> yeah. Probably where the Iron Maiden came, where people would lock other people who had the Black Plague. Ugh. Just saying. Yeah. Not to go down a hole that should never He's <laughs> next. Josh, what do you the white rabbit way too far. <laughs> okay, I, my last one is Second Thessalonians 3.3. 3. It says, But the Lord is faithful. He will establish you and guard you against the evil one. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Straight to the point. I love it. Yeah. My verse. Yeah. Uh, good one. <laughs> And what do you got is? I have James chapter 4, verse 7, and it says, Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Yep. And that's where it comes in again. When you start having thoughts that aren't of God, that's where you start praying. Yeah. And grab a hold of a scripture, and you say it, even if you have to say it a million times. Mm-hmm. Eventually, Satan's going to run. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it doesn't take but one time. Yeah. If your heart is set in the right place and you're ready to battle, and Satan knows it, it doesn't take much for him to get out of your way. Yeah. You just got to do it. Yeah. You can't let him win. So before I finish the last two scriptures, um, I just wanted to share a little bit more about what God was sharing with me when, <clears throat> when all this had happened with my dad. Um... You know, I was really struggling with if my dad was in heaven or hell. And one of the things that was pretty cool is God was showing me pictures and just kind of said, you know, your dad stewarded very well what I gave him. Mm -hmm. Um, My dad really took care. We grew up in apartments um, when I was younger, and there was a lot of single moms, which God considers widows. Um, a widow in God's eyes is anyone that has been left by, rejected, abandoned by their husbands. Yeah. So single moms do qualify under that, just to be clear. Yeah. Um, so there were a lot of single moms and a lot of fatherless kids in our little apartment complex. And my dad would help out the single moms if they needed help with something that might have been broken down or... Um, Their cars weren't working properly. My dad would be out there helping them. And, you know, as a kid, I was jealous. I hated that. 
anyone else wanted the attention of my dad. Yeah. My dad's cool, by the way. <laughs> I mean, Tapa's cool, yeah? Yeah. And, um, and so, you know, the neighborhood um, guys in the apartment complex, they would do huge um, cannonballs in the pool during the summertime. And us kids would feel like we were in the ocean, even <laughs> though we were in Minnesota. Felt like we were in the ocean because the waves would get so big... And we would be just laughing and having a great old time. I mean, it was just joy all day long. My dad was part of that. Yeah. You know, he he just was there for whoever needed him. He was a good friend to people. Um, you know, quite a few people we've talked to uh, since my dad's death is my dad was their only friend. Yeah. And so my dad stewarded these friendships well. Yeah. And not only that, wherever we lived, and I think maybe that's where I got it and I've been able to share it with you guys, is no matter the situation, my dad always tried to make the best of it. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, if we had huge snowstorms in Minnesota, we'd walk to the park and we'd go sledding. Mm -hmm. We wouldn't sit there and whine about it. You know, we couldn't go to the ocean, so they made waves in the pool with cannonballs. You know, I mean, we weren't rich or anything. Um, My dad just stewarded things very well. Um, Whether it was the apartments or the house, he took care of it. He made sure everything was properly working and lawns mowed and, and took care of the horses that we... I mean, my dad stewarded things... Very well. Even his vehicle. Even the vehicles. <laughs> and he took care of Cordelia's vehicles mm-hmm. and and ours and always helped me and the girls out and absolutely adored his granddaughters and bragged on them. And, and it was nice because we don't really get that anywhere else. No. No. But. So anyways... The last two scriptures are kind of, I think, good closing scriptures. Yeah. So the first one is Revelation twelve nine. Sorry, I'm tearing up a little bit. So it says, And the great dragon was thrown down, the ancient serpent who is called the devil and Satan, the deceiver of the whole world. He was thrown down to the earth, and his angels were thrown down with him. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yay. Thank you, Jesus. And then Revelation 21.8 is where I'm going to leave off. And that says, But as for the cowardly, the faithless, the detestable, as for the murderers, the sexual, immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars, their portion will be in the lake that burns with fire and sulfur, which is the second death. And the reason why I say that is, in the end, Satan loses. And all the evil that we are surrounded by, if they don't repent, they lose too. God will seek justice and vengeance on our behalf. What has been taken from us, God will make sure that it's being dealt with. Yeah. And God will restore what has been stolen from us. And like we've been saying a lot, 
What Satan meant for harm, God is going to turn around for our good and his glory. Mm -hmm. And praise God. God bless you all, and thanks for listening.